Welcome to Conversations on Africa's Development, a podcast brought to you by the African Union Development Agency, NEPAD. My name is Mwanjanganjo, I'm the Head of Communications. Today we're going to unpack the role of knowledge in Africa's development. We have with us in the studio Martin Walia, who is the Director of Knowledge Management and Program Evaluation. Martin Walia has got three areas of responsibility, which are knowledge management, program evaluation, as well as oversight for the centers of excellence across the continent. Martin has held several roles before in different international organizations. He is a qualified machinery design and machine management designer. He joined NEPAD agency in 2008, where he has held several roles, including um, oversight for sustainable land and water management. And he also was the head of the Comprehensive Africa Agriculture Development Program, CADAP. Welcome, Martin. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much. Martin, when we talk about knowledge for the continent's development, would you say that knowledge in itself, although we use it every day as a tool, but we don't, normally the person on the ground or wherever does not usually think about knowledge, but what is the role of knowledge in Africa's development? Thank you so much. I think, yes, probably to understand, we should begin with the appreciating what do we mean by knowledge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, many times, us as experts, we try to to, we have codified that and we look like it's an issue for experts only. Mm, mm. But what we're talking about when we say knowledge is actually the information, the values, the norms that we know and we get to know from the moment you are born, the moment you begin to grow. So it's the issues that we know and we live by as a people. And that's why when we talk about knowledge, it's not just expert data, it's not just scientific data, mm -hmm. it's also about our values, yeah. it's about our norms, our culture, our traditions, and it's those things that actually make us who we are. And that is important in terms of appreciating when we say knowledge in development, because, uh, and I'll go on here to say that one of the constraints or problems in Africa's development pathways and trajectories is that we have tended to be very mechanical and we are leaving behind our values, we are leaving behind our culture, our norms and it's not that you carry what was there hundred years ago but we need to be evolving with who we are other than that we are doing development and sometimes we have even defined development as behaving like other cultures, which is unfortunate. And therefore, without actually appreciating who we are and moving with it, money, infrastructure, and all those things that are more physical are not going to give us the development that we're looking for. We need to carry all of them together. In unpacking the role of knowledge in Africa's development, uh, Martin, can you really say that knowledge is critical for the development of Africa? Yes, it's actually a very underlining issue. And unfortunately in the continent, sometimes we've 
either just played that as a simple issue mm -hmm. or even uh, continue to play lip service. But uh, its underlining issue is critical because knowledge is a primary resource on which we should base development. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to take a step back there and say then what is this knowledge? Mm -hmm. uh, many times us as experts look at knowledge as only processed official data and things like that, results of, of, of research, of analysis. But uh, I want to say here that when we say knowledge, we actually mean and it should uh, uh, present who we are as a people. So when you're talking about our norms, mm -hmm. our values, our culture and traditions, the information that actually we sustain that make us behave, conduct ourselves in the way we do, is part of the knowledge, is part of the narrative that should define us. Mm -hmm. And that should be an integral part of development. Thank you, thank you, Martin. So now it has become clear with the, its new mandate as the development agency for the continent that AUD and NEPAD is supposed to harness knowledge for the continent's development. How does AUD and NEPAD do that? Yes, there, there are actually two parts here now. There is knowledge, as I said, who, which is about who we are. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is integral part of that development narrative. Uh, that is one aspect. The other aspect is that we need the analysis, the understanding of what we have, where we are, and where we want to go. And that information, both our inherent knowledge and this analysis and the examination of issues, political economy, etc., etc., we need to actually harness that. It doesn't come by itself. Mm -hmm. And that is why the African Development Agency has been placed with knowledge as a co-responsibility because knowledge in the form that I've described is actually a basic resource that you need input into the uh, defining and undertaking your development uh, work. In the same way, and I think here to make it simple mm -hmm. in terms of understanding, in the same way you actually bring in financing. In the same way you want infrastructure, in the same way you want energy, electricity, fuel, in terms of input to your economic development processes, you need knowledge. And in that way, you can actually appreciate that for those resources that I'm referring to, mm -hmm. you need to find them. Actually, you have to spend time and money to actually find electricity, find all the resources that we use. So what it is here in terms of the mandate of the African Development Agency is actually to get more intentional in generating, processing, and making usable the knowledge that we need to inform our development processes, development decisions, and even every effort that we make, both in terms of historical understanding, where are we coming from, understanding where are we today, and indeed then on the basis of this, where do we go, and how do we go there? All right, so Martin, sorry if I can just throw this in <laughs> a little bit. Um, seeing as knowledge is not really a tangible asset or a tangible resource, how do you measure your impact through what you do in knowledge management at AUD and Well, actually, you, you can say it's not tangible, it's intangible. Mm. In fact, that is the, 
the issue is that application of knowledge mm -hmm. is going to make a difference in what you deliver. And you can then see the value in terms of how tangible it is mm -hmm. because it does impact on the quality, on the form, on the, on the extent of what you deliver in terms of development impact. And as I said, I want to emphasize the point that uh, you need to actually generate knowledge and you have to invest in it, you have to recognize it. And you would actually see, if we talk about policy mm -hmm. choices, that the information available to the decision makers, to the policy makers, is a critical part of both the process of policy formulation as well as the quality of the policies that come out. And one of the things that you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the information, your policies may actually be completely out of place, mm -hmm. irrelevant, inappropriate, resulting in the impact that is actually not desirable. All right. Um, you are also in charge of the Centers of Excellence. May you please tell us what Centers of Excellence have been operationalized or put in place? What are they and where are they? What are they delivering? Yeah. I actually said many times, and mm -hmm. I want to probably give a, a, an example here that most times when you look at development in Africa, we have gravitated more towards financing. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of movement towards development aid, towards investment, mm -hmm. and, and you can say probably the continent in the 50s, 60s, we were talking about political independence. Yeah. Uh, that came to an extent with some economic independence. We've been struggling the last five, six decades to actually harness and get complete economic independence. Mm, true, but true. political independence, economic independence, will not go far if there is no intellectual independence. Mm. And that is about knowledge. And that is why the whole issue of knowledge is critical. And what the African Union Development Agency is doing is actually beginning to actually walk the talk on the issue of the fact that the continent needs to invest more, needs to respect more, need to appreciate more the value of knowledge. And what has happened then in terms of working the talk, the agency has established five centers of excellence mm -hmm. in very clear themes of the continent's development agenda based on Agenda 23. Mm -hmm. they, are, they are actually thematic in terms of focus. They are based in the region. We have one on rural resources and food systems based in Dakar in Senegal. Mm -hmm. We are building one in climate change and the, and the environmental resilience in Cairo. Uh, we have one on institutional, institutional development and human capital development in Nairobi, in yeah. Kenya. Uh, we have one on the science, technology and innovation, which is actually kind of the central piece in that configuration mm -hmm. of the five centers of excellence which is based within the Stellenbosch University ecosystem mm -hmm. and South Africa's Council for Industrial Research in Stellenbosch. We also have one on the, on the supply chain mm -hmm. and the logistics, which is actually covering industrialization, markets and trade. Now, these centers of excellence in terms of... Sorry, where is the last one based? The last one is actually being, we are negotiating in terms of location. Mm -hmm. It's the only one that is not yet placed mm -hmm. in terms of, of physical placement in the region, but most likely in Central Africa.
Okay. But uh, actually, the other four are already in location and operating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even on the on the supply chain and the logistics one, mm-hmm. we are actually working from here, uh, even though the placement in the region is not yet done. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to say that mm-hmm. uh, the centers of excellence becomes a very critical delivery instrument for the continent's agenda, Mm -hmm. especially when you come back to that issue of the value of knowledge, the harnessing of knowledge, and placing knowledge at the center of our decision-making, our analysis, and our efforts to actually generate value for money. And you're talking about quality policy choices, Mm -hmm. quality, relevant, appropriate investment choices. And what you know, the facts and figures and the human uh, appreciation in terms of norms and and values becomes important of those decisions. So the centers are an integral part of the agency's delivery mechanism, mm-hmm. focusing on the, on the generating and actually harnessing. The agency doesn't have to do all the research itself, but is actually harnessing the capability for research across the continent from various public-private agencies packaging it and one unique value of the centers of excellence within AUDA is that it can and is actually very systemically connecting between policy processes, Mm -hmm. national, regional and continental level, as well as the research capability, the training capability and the knowledge in general, knowledge generation through our think tanks, our knowledge networks and institutions like that. All right, now if I can shift the conversation a little bit. I think you started to touch a little bit on it when you responded to the first question. What is the role of indigenous knowledge? Is it still critical for for the development discourse and trajectory as to where we're going today as a continent? Uh, Actually, maybe this is where we we misdirect ourselves because uh, sometimes indigenous Mm -hmm. is also used to mean primitive, for instance. Backwardness. Backwardness, and things like that. Uh, and in the knowledge that I'm referring to, there's no such a thing. Mm. Uh, and obviously, knowledge does evolve. Yeah. We do learn, we do uh, bring a new understanding. Uh, and whether you call it indigenous or not, is part of that knowledge. And sometimes, actually, in the context of labeling indigenous primitive, we have lost out a lot of very valuable information, knowledge that actually underpins our norms. Our values. Can, uh, can, sorry, can you give us an example, a quick example on what kind of knowledge we've lost out on? A quick example is mm. probably responsibility. Maybe. When you are looking mm. at uh, uh, development, in fact, the whole issue of, of responsibility is inherent in our culture, in our norms. Mm-hmm. But we've come to a stage where, through various interventions and, uh, and the way we interact, that it now begins to look like a development, even all the way to my household, becomes a responsibility of government. And therefore, I sit back, I sit away, and I don't even play my role in terms of accountability, in terms of checks and balances. And those are things that, if you look back, mm-hmm. and it's not like long ago, mm-hmm. five, three, four decades ago, uh, actually to have food on the table in a household. It was not just the parents' responsibility, it was the community. The community will make sure that everybody is fed. Mm. Today is not the case anymore. The community will make sure that the facilities in the location are actually looked after. 
Vandalism was like, not like a thing you'd see every day. But mm -hmm. today we see those things. And it relates to those norms, the values, and very basic. This is about being who we are and being responsible for what we regard as ours. Okay. And, and that's so, what so in a sense, you are, you, are, you are driving home the point that African Union Development Agency is also ensuring that we don't lose the knowledge that we already have as a continent but we leverage on that, even as it evolves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and in terms of our, our uh, themes, and you can say slogans, mm -hmm. is actually that we need development, but we need development with values. Mm -hmm. We can't develop on the basis of the values of China. I can say another one, Europe, America. Mm -hmm. We need to develop on the basis of the African values. True. And that is the only development that is going to be sustainable, is going to be systemic, is going to be about who we are as a continent. And that's why, to come back to that, mm -hmm. more and more, in terms of how we present, how we measure, how we value development, is part of our responsibility as African Union Development Agency. All right, just uh, while we're closing, before we close, can you give us a glimpse of the vision that you have for, for knowledge management, harnessing of knowledge management for Africa's development as the African Union Development Agency? Where are we headed? Well, I think, uh, and to an extent, it's not that we, we are at zero. We've mm. moved miles. There's a lot of capability in the continent that is generating knowledge. Unfortunately, probably not as well connected to the use of the knowledge. And you find that to the extent also that some of these facilities and capabilities working on very variable uh, understanding of what we're doing, including modeling on the foresight side, mm. uh, is actually still funded through development aid. And one thing that has to happen is more and more our own governments need to own that responsibility. Uh, because that is knowledge and if we are not generating it ourselves there's nobody who's going to give you knowledge interest-free uh, condition-free it comes with that inherently and it's not mm -hmm. that you are blaming them and that's why in terms of the vision actually and uh, we have actually come a long way in the last decade that there's increasing appreciation government investments in statistics in research in science, technology, and innovation. And I see that growing. Mm -hmm. And to an extent, it's actually it's not like a nice thing to do. It's something we have to do. If we have to leapfrog, and I use the word leapfrog deliberately, mm -hmm. because we need to jump our development trajectory far further than where we are today. And this we owe it to our people, we owe it to our continent, and I'm saying owe it because it's possible, it can be done mm -hmm. within a generation. The levels of poverty, the levels of inequality, the levels of unemployment are simply unacceptable. Well, you've heard it for yourselves, we cannot rely on others to give us the knowledge that we need for our own continent's development. And knowledge does come at a cost, but I think this is another topic for another day because we've run out of time. Thank you very much, Martin, for having joined us today. Thank you so much.
Indeed, we've heard how it's our responsibility to take Africa forward. Actually, we should not lose that responsibility and accountability of holding ourselves accountable for our own continent's development. Moreover, knowledge that does come at a cost, and if we don't leverage on the knowledge that we already have on the continent, we cannot wait on others to give us the knowledge that we need. And indeed, moreover, that knowledge that we might be gleaning from others actually comes at a cost. As Africans, we need to take our own development and our own terms using our own knowledge and the resources that we have on the continent. My name is Mwanja Nganjo, signing out for today. Till next time, thank you.